welcome to the My Curious Colleague podcast with your host, me, Denise Veneri. We'll be talking all things consumer relations with a focus on consumer product goods organizations and the brand specialist and analyst roles and responsibilities. So if you like CPGs like I like CPGs, marketing, insights, and caring deeply for your consumers, well, take a listen. In this episode, I talk with my colleague, Kyle Spittler. Kyle has been a leader within the consumer engagement space for the past 10 years and most recently at Church & Dwight as manager of consumer relations North America. Prior to that, his experience included time as a customer success manager at Astute, as well as time at another CPG organization, Kimberly Clark. In addition, Kyle is an active member of SOCAP, the Society of Consumer Affairs Professionals, and has served on the board of the Ohio chapter. Hi, Kyle. So happy to have you on the podcast today. Hey, Denise. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. There's there's so much to talk about here with you, especially your your career experience that that interests me. Um you are someone that's been on the client side in systems analysis, then you spent some time on the vendor side, and now you're back on the proverbial client side, you know, leading the whole kit and caboodle. Um, in that time, you know, we're looking at two CPGs uh, organizations, so you're really entrenched in that industry. And then also, you know, you started out as someone on, um, I believe, on the phones, um, and and now you're leading this organization. So I was hoping you could just chat a little bit about that journey and maybe some of the decisions that have led you here. Sure thing. Yeah. And uh, apologies. I know this uh, <laughs> this this uh, COVID environment has us working from home and getting accustomed to uh, being in part of uh, each other's personal lives. You just heard my dryer buzz there. So <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to you want to take a break and, and get that? No, done, that's or? OK. <laughs> um, but okay. Uh, yeah, uh, it's been like you said, it's been an interesting journey. Uh, you know, uh, started ten years ago. Oh gosh, almost over ten years ago now. Um, as a phone rep at Kimberly Clark, you know, fielding calls about any number of things you can possibly imagine. Um, moved moved up there into a social media role um, when we were sort of transitioning digital community management in house from um, some various agencies. And that experience really got me a chance to do a lot in the way of systems implementation and analytics work, um, and sort of just was a perfect segue to a third position at KC as a systems implementation specialist. Um, and then uh, did that for a little while and uh, had an opportunity come up to go uh, support uh, a, a big program over at Alta Resources as a business analyst. Um, so I spent a few years at Alta and had another opportunity come up to go work for Wilkie Global down in Columbus. Um, and that was just a fantastic experience, uh, an opportunity to work with so many great customers um, in building out their customer care you know, strategies and programs. Uh, so it was just an awesome experience. Um, and then, of course, uh, as you mentioned most recently now, 
at uh, Church and Dwight uh, doing uh, uh, the, the management of the North American team. Yeah, and congratulations to you, Kyle. I know that's uh, you just had just a little over a year under your belt, and that's that's uh, fantastic. And you know, it really speaks to you know the career pathing in this industry, consumer engagement um, that's available and out there. Because um, I think with each one of those roles, you know, it sounds like you you know you moved along. You were on the cutting edge. Systems is so important. Social media is so important. You were really able to expose, get exposed to a lot of these um, aspects of the business, um, which I think just continues to help you learn and grow. And especially what I like about your background is, you know, a lot of it is really um, the foundation of it is analysis, whether it was, you know, looking at call volume uh, trends or looking at brand trends. So I think you're really really a role model to me um, and to others in the industry um, who are looking to understand those career paths. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. I guess I was just wondering, like when you were, um, a, you know, the call service rep at Kimberly Clark, were you thinking, oh, this is cool. Maybe I'll run my own, you know, team someday. <laughs> As you know, the manager of the consumer relations, I really had no. I think I know the answer. But <laughs> yeah. I just want to hear you. I had no idea. Good. Uh, I had no idea uh, that okay. this was even a possibility for me. Um, you know, at the at the time, um, I, I just needed a job. You know, I was coming out of college, and uh, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I studied communication in college and I wasn't very studious. Uh, you know, so, so it was, uh, it was kind of like, well, shoot, I really need to figure out what I want to do. And then in doing that job, I really got a passion for it. Um, you know, like I've always sort of been the kind of person who enjoys making sure everyone has a good time and everyone has a good experience. And it was sort of just this natural fit. It seemed like, um, so I feel definitely blessed that I had that initial opportunity. I mean, I know that is such a tough job. Uh, I had my days where I was like, I can't take another call, you know. Um, but then but then you kind of have those other days when you get a letter in the mail from some consumer with their you know baby's picture in it saying how much they appreciated your service and they'll continue to be a customer because of it. And then those days, you know, kind of make up for the tough ones, you know? Right. Right. Oh, love that. Well, well, we'll switch a little to um, some questions. Um, really, I want to try to just get everybody level set on your, your background, on some of the organizations you've been involved with, and maybe some of the technologies that you've, you've been exposed to. So um, I'll ask a bunch of questions here. You know, looking back, um, what are some of the functions that consumer, I'll call it consumer relations, consumer care teams um, reported up through? Oh, gosh, <laughs> that's uh, it's such a mixed bag, you know, um, I, I, <laughs> I think, you know, in my first sure did. <laughs> yeah, in my first days, it was very quality driven, um, you know, and almost every organization I worked with um, reported up through quality. Over the years, I think more and more have sort of started to branch out and report up through like, um, you know, innovation teams or, or centers of excellence for customer experience or marketing. 
Um, I I've seen some oddly enough that report up through like logistics, <laughs> uh, which is a strange one to me, but, um, but you know, no matter where you are, I think positioned in the organization, your obligation is to support the entire organization, you know? Uh, and that's the thing, like, it doesn't really matter where we report up to. Ultimately we end up supporting legal finance, R and D quality marketing, you know, uh, you, you name it. Got it. It's, it's true though. I mean, if you want to learn or another, another pitch for the industry, if you want to learn about, you know, how a business works, this Absolutely. is such a great place to be because you are touching all those stakeholders and you, you know, you're a little da- you're dangerous because you know a little bit about each one as they relate to the, the consumer. All right. Um, how about this, you know, the size or the, the volume of contacts um, and some of your experiences um, that you supported? Do you have a range or? Yeah. It, again, there, it's been interesting, you know, you, you, deal with some of the, you know, agricultural companies out on the West Coast who maybe get 10,000 calls in a year. Um, or you could deal with some of the, you know, Fortune um, 500 companies that get, you know, 10,000 calls in a day. Uh, so it's been quite a big range. Um, and it's been cool, really, to go around and, and have a chance to, um you know, learn about how each of those different size organizations works. You know, you find that in a smaller organization, you've got one person who's the manager doing the work of, you know, 10 people uh, at a bigger company. Uh, The workload doesn't change. You just have less people to do it, you know? Um, So, so yeah, it's a, it's a mixed bag for sure. Yeah. And and I can imagine when you're working with clients or, or companies that have different contract volumes, you know, there's, there's a variety of ways that they're going to capture that data. So what are some of the um, CRM tools or, or was it sometimes captured just in an Excel spreadsheet? <laughs> sure. Um, if you could share. Yeah. Those. I've seen the Excel spreadsheets and the Microsoft access databases and, uh, you know, um, okay. and some pretty robust and sophisticated things, you know, like Astute is doing in Salesforce, Zendesk, um, I've not personally worked with uh, the the latter of the two, um, but aside from a few Salesforce products, you know, some of their social media things. Um, but uh, yeah, there's a, a wide variety out there, and and it's an interesting mix too. Sometimes. How about the mix of things you've seen on the um, as far as reporting tools go, or folks taking it out of sure. their CRM? The yeah, there, there again, I mean, uh, it depends how sort of, you know, advanced your reporting technology is and your budget allows. Um, but there's some pretty sophisticated tools out there like Tableau and, and Power BI. Um, my The majority of my experience was with Wilkie's Insight tool, now Astute's Insight tool, um, which is a, a really good BI dashboarding tool. Um, but everyone starts somewhere. I mean, my, my start was, was learning from uh, a guy by the name of Dave Peschel in Excel, you know, <laughs> and just putting together some PSV outputs and pivot tables from Excel, you know? Oh yeah. Shout out to Dave. Someone we both know, um, although you've worked with him directly quite a while. Um, great yep. guy. Now the social media technologies that you've seen in your experience, can you share any of those? Yeah. So the, the very first 
I guess, well, I guess second job that I had at, at KC, um, I looked at a lot of tools back then, um, just out of interest, you know, and um, ultimately implemented the Wilkie Smart tool, um, which is very straightforward in uh, in just consumer engagement. You know, that was the, the laser focus of that tool. There were some others um, that uh, I've used over the years. Um, back in the day, it was called Radian 6, but Salesforce has uh, morphed that into, I think they call Social Studio nowadays, um, and it's it's just grown. Um, but those are those are kind of the primary two that I've worked with over the years. Loved them both. Got it. Got it. Well, anything to help manage that deluge of comments that, you know, we've seen come through that channel. Made an interesting comment there, like the, about the smattering of data. And I think it's worth exploring. I mean, you're absolutely right. It's crazy to me how many different, um, you know, tools you need to actually manage all of these different channels. You know, when you're talking about ratings and reviews, uh, you know, web or text chats, inbound social media from like Facebook or Instagram or, or whatever. Um, it's just, it's just astonishing that there's not one single, you know, solution for everything. Um, but, you know, yeah, uh, a great point. Yeah. And, and maybe some technology folks out there will, uh, <laughs> you know, perk their ears up and there's an opportunity, Somebody, there, you know? Yeah. Somebody um, yeah. I'm sure is working on that. Uh, let's just say, I hope they are. Yeah. Um, I hope they are. <laughs> so, you know, getting back to you and, and data, um, you know, you've been hands-on. I'm sure you've got folks that um, have worked for you as well, you know, analyzing the data. So thinking about any aspects of your experience with data, can you, can you talk about something, you know, maybe at a high level, uh, an analysis that really was able to help move the business forward? Oh, that's a good one. Um, <clears throat> there's been a lot of times, um, but I found the most effective ways when you're when you're telling stories, you know, when you're actually, you know, voicing the consumer's experience rather than just showing a chart, you know? Um, and so some of the most powerful, um, you know, experiences that I've had in actually having data resonate with folks is when you actually take some snippets of call recordings and include it when, when you're presenting a deck or when you're walking through charts um, so you can actually hear right from the consumer's mouth the problem that's being pointed out on the chart, you know? Um, and, and that tends to be where I've seen the most success in, in moving people, you know? Um, but yeah, there's been a, a ton of different experiences where that's been effective. Cool. Are you somebody who, you know, have kind of gotten into the whole statistical analysis of, with data or not so much? Sure. Yeah. It, it, it sort of, um, it depends on your audience, you know. A, a, uh, a lot of times you run into um, people who just don't really understand um, what the significance is. But other times you have scientists or you know statisticians you're working with that want to see it a specific way. Um, so using things like IMR um, charts, um, even doing some sort of comparison analysis. Uh, 
based on population sizes and things. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, to an extent, but it's not often that you're asked for that. I, I think um, most times it's, it's more like normalized complaint right. ratios with, with volume units, you know, um, whether it's units sold or units produced or units right. shipped, everyone has a different, you know, a different metric. Um, but yeah, very seldom have I been asked for statistical analysis, um, short of some Six Sigma projects or things like that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, <laughs> there has been a little bit of that in there too. Got it. I mean, I do, it does go back to what is the business question your audience is asking and what's the appropriate you betcha. So you mentioned, I think you said IMR analysis. And I'm not sure what That's, that is. Um, Can it's you like share a, top line? What's that even stand it for? It stands for individual points and moving range. So you're basically looking at an individual data point in comparison with its its range over a period of time. Um, and there's control limits that are set, uh, you know, based on whatever threshold you you want. Um, usually the standard is one standard deviation, but uh, um or at least that's what I've seen people ask for. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's a way of setting a threshold and monitoring against the threshold rather than um, just looking at like absolute complaints or even a complaint ratio comparison to a, a past range of, of data points. Um, I, I know, I know the concept, but I just never heard it called IMR. So thank you for, for that, uh, for that, Explanation. Appreciate it. You bet. So you strike me, Kyle, as someone who really likes to connect the dots. So whether that's connecting people or connecting data points, so they tell a story. Is that something that you've always found easy to do? Is that something you've worked at? Help me understand. Um, you a little bit more so that if there's someone who wants to build those skills, they, they might have some takeaways. I think it, it starts from coming from a place of wanting to be helpful. Um, you know, and I think uh, when you're, when you're young, you know, when you're a kid, you want to, you want to know the answer to everything, right? Like you want to have the answer to everything. And as you get older, hopefully you realize you're never going to have the answer to everything. Um, but, it, but you could, know who does have the answer, you know? And, uh, and so if someone, whether it's a client or a coworker or whomever comes to you, uh, looking for some information, um, I may not know the answer, but I know someone who's really good at that and I could, I could put you in touch. And, and so that's kind of been, you know, what, what I've tried to do, you know, is be helpful. Uh, and I think that applies to, you know, like you mentioned, data too. Um, if you, you know, if you notice something is odd as you're evaluating data and you, you know, you don't have an audience that might be interested in, in learning that in your, you know, monthly report outs or whatever, you reach out to them and you say, hey, I noticed this. Um, you might be interested to, to see, uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, and just sort of, hey, you should talk to um uh, R and D about the, the this consumer feedback about a new product idea that we keep hearing, you know, or those kinds of things. If if there's not already a relationship established, and 
um, you have an opportunity to connect those dots, then I think overall you could be more productive as an organization, you know? Yeah. So what I'm hearing from you is kind of, this all starts from a good place, a place of you wanting to be helpful. And I think that's a great place to start. And data is a nice icebreaker when you're trying to, you know, build a relationship with somebody in the organization that maybe you haven't worked with um, before. So I think there's some great, great tips for folks. So now I'm wondering if you might have a volunteer group that you'd like to give a shout out to. You know, maybe it's a group that you volunteered with before or one that, you know, perhaps you're supporting in other ways. Sure. Um, so I don't know, I, I guess, um, this past year, you know, I've noticed a lot of my friends that are musicians, uh, and, and in the service industry and things out of, out of work. Um, and so I think, uh, one thing, um, I would, I would give a shout out for is be mindful of that, you know, as, as things are starting to open up. And if you, you know, if you can, don't be shy about buying a musician's CD if you see him playing a show or a T-shirt, uh, you know, and don't be shy about over tipping a little bit for those folks who uh, have gone through a pretty stressful year. Um, but um, where I've tried to make a difference, at least recently, is uh, there's an organization in uh, Columbus, Ohio, um, called the Kirk Horn Music Fund. And this organization is focused on providing music education um, for kids all over the world, um, whether it's virtually or with in-person lessons. Uh, and um, I, I know for me, you know, being, uh, you know, uh, you know, lower class kid growing up in a small town in Iowa, music was uh, certainly a key to exploring creativity and, and being able to pursue this career. Um, and so I think if we can give kids an opportunity to, to do that, it might, might help them, you know, um, out of circumstances that they can't help. Uh, and so I've been trying to work with that group a little bit this past year. Uh, and they're, they're a great group of folks. That's a great shout out. You can read all about it at kirkhornmusicfund.com. Yep. Well, thank you, Kyle. You've been most gracious with your time with me and I appreciate you um, hanging out on the podcast. I sure appreciate you having me, Denise. And I got to tell you, I feel honored. Uh, You know, the guests you've had on already are very esteemed and uh, established leaders in the industry. And really, uh, I mean, I wouldn't have learned throughout the years without those three specifically, you know, I've I've learned different things from over the years um, and you as well. um, And, uh, and a whole ton of other people in the community. I mean, uh, this is, this has been awesome. Uh, And it's all thanks to the mentors and and leaders that I've got to work with over the years. Absolutely. Well, thank you again. Thank you. Appreciate it. If you've learned even a kernel of an idea or was inspired by this episode, please consider rating and reviewing the podcast on Apple Podcasts and follow the My Curious Colleague page on LinkedIn. And be sure to share out the hashtag CPGCX because CPGCX really and truly rocks. Ciao. You have been listening to the My Curious Colleague podcast with Denise Veneri. 
thank you for your time.